Hello and welcome to episode 170 of the Startcast, Prostart Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, the man bored by the big three video game companies, James. Hello. Good morning. And the man very glad to have footy back, Brody. Hello. Did you get the result you wanted this week, Brody? I forget, like, who you support and how football uh, works. <laughs> what is football? <laughs> um, yes, I did. Uh, the Pies and the Tigers played uh, Thursday night and we oh, smashed them. Yeah. So, uh, good. Is that Very unusual good. for them to play so early in the season? Because I thought they're the dream time at the G pairing, aren't they? No, that's Richmond and Essendon. See, okay. Already embarrassing myself. All yeah, right. Yeah. Just, uh, just quit. Quit. Quit you. It's all right. Uh, James, spoiler free, how was us? You went and saw that last night, right? I did. I saw it like less than 12 hours ago. Um, but I have was slept. Was it that late? Yeah, I, because I, I had work, so I had to like, you know, go to a late session. But I'm glad I did because right. they had like, like we walked into the cinema and as I walked in, the music started playing and like four people dressed up as them, like walked oh, out. Nice. With scissors, oh no. And I was like, ah, what's going on? <laughs> it was really good. They did like a late night, like fright night screening or something. I didn't even realize. Like, this, it. Is, this is my personal hell. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even realize it was that. But when we walked in, it was like, oh, cool. <laughs> um, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, they're doing it for Pet Cemetery next week as well. Which is oh, okay. Nice. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good, and you can't really talk about it much without ruining it. But yeah, um, I Get Out was a similar sort of thing. Yeah, right? I don't know, like if I like it better than Get Out or not, which I think a lot of people have said. Um, mm. It's just like it talks. I think it's really good because it's probably no, no. I, don't, I think it is better than Get Out because, like, you can with Get Out. I feel like it's pretty like obvious what it's about by the end of it. Yeah. Um, mm. In terms of the, I guess, like the underlying political commentary and stuff. Sure. Um, whereas with us, you can watch it as a slash of movie and be happy. Um, but you can watch okay. it with with that deeper meaning and stuff and still be happy. Um, so is that is that to say that it's kind of like a bit more to in like unpack it's not quite so i think the story like a bit of ambiguity to it like it's left open to interpretation a bit more no no no. the story itself is pretty straightforward um Uh but what it's commenting on isn't if that makes sense like okay a lot Mm. of there's a lot of symbolism um a lot of metaphors a lot of allegory um like it's not as crazy as like say I don't know what's that movie, The Holy Mountain from like the seventies, which is just loaded with symbolism. But like it, it's mm. it's like it's still got something to say, I guess. Um, the cool. hardest, I guess, the easiest way to say it is like Get Out is about race, really, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Us is about, I guess, class. Um, okay. The hardest. That's the what's he going to tackle next? I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I think yeah, I think it's a really, it's really good. Um, I don't know if it's a horror, I'd say, because people have said, yeah, it's just like, he said it's purely a horror movie, but I don't know if it's a horror, like, I still felt like it was a bit of a thriller, but maybe that's yeah. because I've seen too much, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you just get a little bit desensitized, yeah. uh, but, I, like, I, I really, really enjoyed it, um, all the performances were really good, um, it, it was just, even, like, the, the, the side characters, like, Tim from Tim and Eric is in it, he plays a a pretty serious character, but still is quite goofy um, with his delivery and stuff. Um, yeah. Just, mm. There wasn't really a bad, there wasn't a bad character in it. Like even the child actors gave in like good performances. Mm. Um, Lu- is it Lupita? Did yeah. amazing. Like 
it's nuts. Like you just forget she is an incredible you're, actress. you're watching two people. Like mm. you're watching her play the same character twice. Like you just forget that she's the same person. Um, mm. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Brody, you're off to see it this afternoon, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love to talk about it more, but it would ruin it. Yeah, um, no, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. It's just it's uh, more to anticipated it than the trailer. I think. Um, yeah. Nice. I think, out, yeah, you got to expect that from John Peel now, right? Oh, like oh, he's sort of established I thought that with, with Get, Get out, out. Like you saw it, and you're like, kind of like, yeah. Besides the big twist at the end, like that's it. You kind of felt like you've seen it all. I thought we'd uh, get out. I don't know. That, that's yeah, how I felt. I, I, think, I feel like I feel like get out was good for a second viewing at least because then you noticed yeah. once you knew what the twist was going back in, you sort of did pick up on extra little things that you do. Um, yeah, with us that that's probably more true than ever. Like m- like much more. I think a lot of people want to see it again. Yeah. Um, the person I was seeing it with, they leaned over to me and said, I think this is happening. And I was like, oh, why did you say that to me? Because they were <laughs> <Yeah>. right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, that kind of ruined a little bit of it. <laughs> but, um, that person, yeah. That, yeah. That person, who, if they're listening, you're the worst. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, I, Pe- I like, some people do have that ability to just like, it's the like, same with like true crime shows. So they just like pick the murder out instantly. And it's like, oh. it's the mechanic. Some people just have it. that ability. Yeah. yeah. Normally, oh, normally like uh, that's me to be honest, but I don't, but I don't say it. Like, <laughs> I don't ruin it. Keep it to yourself. Um, I think, like, just the, the only thing that people probably won't like, you're not really meant to watch it super literally, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, oh, I can't say it without ruining it. Just, like, when you, th- it's one of those movies where, like, it, it works at a surface level. When you kind of think about it logistically, like, how is yeah. this possible, it doesn't... So you kind of have to suspend disbelief a little bit. You definitely is do. That- but then Get yeah. Out was like that, too. Yeah. In terms of... But there's something about Jordan Peele so far, the two movies I've seen he's done, where the most absurd stuff happens at the end. Mm. But for some reason, you're okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it does, like, fit with the movie's world, like an established world. Yeah. I I really liked it. I just don't know if it's better than Get Out. Um, It's Mm. it's less on the nose than Get Out, though, which I do appreciate a little bit more. Mm. Um, it's, it's, It's science fiction to an extent, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 It definitely is. Like Get Out was, I would say, with yeah. like the yeah. Well, the technology, again, definitely. I guess they were using. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> um, I just can't. We've say done much very more. well to Sorry. avoid spoilers for both Get yeah. Out and uh, yeah. Because well. if people haven't seen Get Out, they should definitely see. Get it's Out. It's on Netflix well. Australia now. So you know. yeah, it's the it's the yeah. kind of film that even if you're not a horror fan, I think you should still watch it. Like I think, and I think you're best from not really knowing too much about what it's about. Just just go in, trust us, just watch it. That's kind of I, yeah, been my yeah. advice to people. I, I genuinely didn't think it was like scary, scary. Like as what you ex- expect from horror. Like it's not yeah. a jump scary. It's like no. more. It's not mean scary. scary. Like it's not like, like it's not. The only thing that to... scared me in Get Out was like the the gardener, like that scene. Yeah, like it didn't, and it didn't scare me. It just like really unnerved me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's not cool." Yeah, it's it's just kind of creepy and unsettling most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. for sure. I took I took someone that's not a horror fan to go and see it in the cinema, and they still enjoyed it. So if that mm. helps. Spe- at all. Speaking quickly, loosely about horror films. Sure. Did anyone see the? Trailer for the guy who did Hereditary's new movie? No, no, mm. <laughs> I've seen I've the poster and I know the premise. Yeah, sounds good. It's called like it's, it's called like Midsummer or something. Like yeah. That. Oh, okay. And I it, it, it looks it, it looks like it's definitely uh, like leaning toward cultism and stuff like that again. Okay. But he's he's like described it himself as Wizard of Oz for perverts, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. interesting. Right. I'm in. I mean, Hereditary yeah. was amazing in my mind too. I'd, yeah. I'd, 
happily go and watch. Well, I don't know about happily, but I'd go. I'd have to go and see it. <laughs> mm. Oh God, Hereditary messing me up. Um, on the show this week, we're going to be discussing a bunch of new announcements. PlayStation say to play thing that they did during the week. Apple Arcade, some more layoffs, unfortunately, and some Switch rumors. Uh, but let's start by discussing Borderlands Three, which has finally been announced. Um, the reveal trailer was shown during the PAX panel that's long been talked about uh, and included a bunch of familiar faces. Um, Brody, you were watching the trailer just before we started recording. Um, yeah. What did you you make of it? I heard some giggles as you were uh, as you were watching it. <laughs> yes, uh, it was a long trailer. I thought it was pretty long, like three yes, and a half minutes. It yeah. shows quite a bit. Um, when I because f- I only that was the first time I watched it. When I heard the announcement, I was sort of I was like. Yeah, okay. And I saw some screens. I thought it definitely looks like Borderlands. Yeah. And then, yeah, I watched the trailer, had a little chuckle, you know, guns with legs. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but then I sort of noticed characters from Tales from the Borderlands. Mm. And then I, I suddenly got, like, way more excited. And I was like, ooh. Because I, I still think Tales from the Borderlands is the best thing ever done with the Borderlands universe. Yeah. So for them I know to, you're not alone in that thought, that thought as yeah, well. Yeah. For, for them to uh, sort of borrow from that and bring that into the main canon and hopefully like build a good story around it because i think i don't know i doubt handsome jack's going to be in this one given you know what happened in borderlands 2 but he will be a huge loss because he essentially carried that game like i'm not a fan of one two was amazing pre-sequel was they kind of introduced some new bad guys in the trailer right like there's the sort of yeah brooding pair that kind of look like they've just stepped out of a my chemical romance show or something like (laughs) yes yeah they seem yeah. kind of... They, they've got a cool look, at least. They, they, they seem menacing. It's just a matter of whether they can, you know, deliver like Handsome Jack did. It was just a one-liner machine. It yeah. Was, it was a lot of fun. So, because um, Borderlands 2 did have a really good uh, self-aware sense of humor as well. Mm. So, if they can keep that going, bring in these characters from Tales, and yeah, I think it'll be pretty fun. Yeah. I, it's, gone, it's gone from being not on my radar at all to being at least a blip. Yeah, I've not I've not played a great deal of, of Borderlands. I think I played maybe a few hours of the second game with some mates. Um, but I love the I've always loved the sort of cell sh- the cell shaded art style of uh, the Borderlands mm. games, and it looks particularly good in this trailer. Um, that sort of comic booky look it just looks amazingly vibrant. Um, I feel for for Rage, which has just got like so many sort of like neon coloured apocalyptic games coming out this year to deal with. Yeah, um, I feel like the the marketing team at Bethesda have like had to deflect so hard from like all yeah. these other games well they've they're definitely like, yeah. poked fun at it which I like to see yeah. I like I like to see that they're it's like, got a sense of humour about it but I do feel like, yeah. like as the first one's out of the gate to then have like Far Cry New Dawn and now Borderlands 3 kind of like stooping into that sort of territory it's a bit oh come on seriously um, yeah. but yeah no it looks Rampant. cool I'm kind of, I could be on board of this especially now having kind of like gotten into looter shooters through destiny and through the division and whatnot i can see me having more interest in this and i don't know like i've got a bunch of mates that are keen to play it as well so maybe i'll have a squad that can get on board um but james what about yourself did the promise of over a billion guns do anything for you um they did that in the last few like yeah um in terms of I don't know. I've never. I've. I think the first one was the one that the only one that I actually ended up playing to completion. Like I did everything you could in the first one, um, mm. and then by that point, I don't know. I just never got to or pre sequel, and I, that was it. Like I just was over it a bit. Um, but I was thinking the other day, like it's Borderlands was like kind of ahead of its time in terms of um, the way it did loot. Is how a lot of games do loot now. Um, yeah. 
in terms of like like looter shooters as we call them. So yeah, I th- I'm interested mm. to see like how how this like kind of builds on top of that. Um, yeah, well, I feel like we sort of just we kind of mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, but we're like, how is this game going to react? to everything I think that's kind of like spawned off of it, right? Yeah. Um, like, Are we like, going to see like a more kind of connected online world? Is it kind of going to push that towards like an, like an MMO sort of style thing? And or, I just don't know if that's what people do? want either. Um, no, this, this looks like a kind of like very, it's sticking to the script kind of Borderlands game, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like it's straying very far from the formula. But then so I just think, think well, about like 2K as a publisher... <laughs> Mm. And um, mm. I just think like this. Maybe they will. This do format that. is like ripe for um, you know, just I guess milking in terms of money and stuff, microtransactions and all that. Um, mm. But I kind of, I might have even said it a few episodes ago. Like I hope they don't kind of take that away because that is what made Borderlands so special. Like I remember, I've still got my shirt from Borderlands Two. It's like it says over a bajillion or bazillion guns or something on it. Um, yeah. Like, and I hope they kind of keep that that vibe going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I personally like it. I'm like, whatever, but I, mm. I, it's such a, I acknowledge it's really big. Like there, there was, hasn't been a new borderline since last gen. Officially yeah. like, um, yeah. And the, the first one's going to get a remaster and sort of be out next week. So people can kind of d- jump into that and the handsome collections getting like a 4k update. So it's a good kind of couple of things to, to tide people over until this is eventually released as well. Um, mm. We did get some new announcements as well. We got like Wolfenstein Youngblood got a release date of July 26th. Super excited for that. Um, Stalker 2's website and social channels were also reactivated with the developers GC uh, GSC Game World recommitting to a 2021 release date. Um, Brody, I know you're a big Wolfenstein fan. Are you excited that we're getting Youngblood so soon? I'm probably not as big a Wolfenstein fan, Wolfenstein fan as James, but... Um... James yes, is just a fan of everything. I forget just he how many is. things James loves. Oh my god, that's not if true. It's Bethes- <laughs> if it's Bethesda, hook it to his veins. No, if it's Bethesda, um, like, not their first party stuff. Like Skyrim yeah, and Fallout. True. Yeah, exactly. Just if, yeah, it, if right. it's anything they publish, yes. hook it to his veins. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a bit, like, you know, the release date. I mean, I mean, I assume there'll be nothing else out around that time, which I guess is either a concern or not a concern. Mm. Like, do they have do they have faith in it? I it don't know. It tends to be June, July tend to be a quieter time of year, I guess. Yeah, so maybe they're taking a low risk sort of time frame mm. just to minimize, you know, getting eaten up by other big games. But either way, I'm still really excited for it. Shannon and I have already. Well, he's mentioned it to me, but he's already mentioned playing it together again, like we did with a way out. Yeah. So. Yeah. If that happens, we'll see. But um, Oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. My brother and I are yeah. both big Wolfenstein fans, so I think uh, <laughs> the two of us could do that. We can play it, James. We'll James, play it on Xbox yeah. in 4K. <laughs> no, that's fine. All good. <laughs> uh, so you're obviously then excited for Wolfenstein 2, yeah, James? Assuming we find you someone to play it with you. Um, you can play it by yourself, for what it's worth. Um, yeah, you can. That's ah, true. Well, then I'll just do might, that. Might be as much fun, though. Yeah, it just depends on how like mean or betray, betraying your friends are. <laughs> um, True, Brody. Um, no, so like Ouch. more yeah, excited for Wolfenstein over Stalker. Yeah, Ugh. Stalker, like overrated. Sorry, guys, <laughs> if you like them. Um, Wolfenstein is interesting. Like it was, I think it was like forty bucks um, before, but now it's gone up to sixty bucks. Did you guys? I don't know if you guys noticed that. No. Yeah. No. So maybe was it's that like a, on the, the like the the PlayStation Store? You, it's just. Everywhere, outside of I believe. 
Okay. I don't know if it was on the PlayStation Store before. Maybe I, I think it might be now. But I know in, in stores like JB and EB, it was like 40 bucks. Um, oh, okay. No. Sorry, sorry. Oh, for Youngblood. Like the pre-order. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Price. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get you. Yeah. So, like, I'm assuming that this kind of grew into something even, like, more bigger budget than they thought. Yeah. Um, okay. That's actually kind of exciting. Which, yeah. I, I don't know so. why. I don't know why that excites me, but it does. <laughs> like, yeah. Um... <laughs> I guess I don't know I just feel like it's, it's less... probably the most excited I've ever been to pay more for something <laughs> yeah it's like less low effort kind of yeah. it's like I don't know um, I think it looks cool looks I got a synthy vibe kind of because it's the 80s oh synthy yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I have to the bench. two characters look really good too like yeah just, uh, and it, I just cool. know like the reveal of BJ is going to be so good you just yeah. know do you know what I mean it's going to be like yeah. oof just like big oof as, they say, as the kids say, two two girls, one BJ. <laughs> oh, yep. Oh no, wow. I might have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit foul. Um, yeah, no, nah, it looks good. I'm really excited. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine in terms of the um, the release type date. You'll worry too much. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm ch- I've double checked the pricing because I was uh, curious on that. Um, so the standard edition of the game is forty eight Australian, right? Um, whereas they've announced like there's a deluxe edition which is fifty nine ninety five sixty bucks. Oh, okay. So maybe so, I'm well. Let's let's be less excited then. <laughs> um, um, the th- yeah, I, I don't. Know. I just want to see like who the bad guy is because like they have they've had such good bad guys in Wolfenstein. Yeah. Like, yeah. who's this going to be? Is it going to be, like, other twins? That would be cool. Yeah. Like, Nazi I, twins? <laughs> I've got, like, such faith in them at this point that, like, I'm on board, 100%. Like, I, it doesn't... I've got no no hesitation that they'll uh, not na- knock this out of the park. Very excited. Yes. Um, <laughs> in terms of new announcements as well, uh, CD Projekt Red also committed to 2021, um, specifically having, like, two games out by then. Um, obviously, we know about Cyberpunk. Um, that's on its way. Uh, so we're expecting that to have been released by 2021. But they also confirmed that they were anticipating having their other sort of major game, major RPG out by that time. Um, that one's obviously been unannounced Um but uh, it seems kind of bonkers, right, James, that they're going to have, like, two presumably massive RPGs out by, what's, two years from now? Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do, so, you think, do you have an, well, do you know what their other game do, might be? Do you think it's uh, going to be another Witcher, or? Do we think Cyberpunk is this year? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Like, this is where I'm breaking down. Like, how are they... I just don't see them getting two games out. This, uh... This, like, in, that, in such a small time frame. I think Cyberpunk's maybe a next year thing. Like, a late next year. Like, same year as Last of Us or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like... I thought it was going to be a, a next-gen game. Like, to have it out prior to then. I don't know. What if, like, it's just, like, you know, how they did, um... Oh, what's it called? The... The Gwent game. Didn't they give it a name? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the Thronebreaker one. Yeah, like, what if that... They're like, yeah, we've got two games coming. And then, uh, like, one is Cyberpunk and one is, like, Cyberpunk Chess. Or <laughs> whatever. Like, the, you joke, but that sounds baller out. The, the, <laughs> like, the equivalent of that for Cyberpunk, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't think they'd <laughs> sort of announce it in this regard if that were the case. <laughs> yeah. Just get people's hopes up, you know? Oh. Yeah. I'm just double-checking my 
my facts here. It's another triple A title. They've said by 2021. Yeah. So potentially, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily an RPG. It's not necessarily they, something huge. Have they said they're done with The Witcher? Or I think they said that they were done with that sort of arc, right? Yeah, like, so it could be something else in the Witcher universe, perhaps. Yeah, it did say that they had plans to revisit it. I think, but yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, anyhow, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But I'm excited for more CD Projekt Red stuff. Give us Cyberpunk already. Um, in the week, we also had PlayStation State of Play, their first ever State of Play kind of direct sort of thing, um, streamed online. Uh, James, what did you make of the presentation itself? Um. I didn't actually watch it, so I don't know if I can comment on it. You just saw the, the news by um, itself. I didn't see the it, announcements, yeah. yeah. I think it's like, it's not as good as a Nintendo Direct, but better than an Xbox, whatever theirs is called. Um, Inside Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, so like, you're in the, you got a, you get a B, Sony. Well done. <laughs> B. <laughs> B. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it live, but I did watch the, like, not the rerun, but like the on-demand thing um the video later uh and i thought it was pretty snappy like i was i was impressed with how like kind of quick it was and um how much they did have to show i'm amazed by the commitment to vr like they're really sort of doubling down on that so i i enjoyed it um were there any announcements that particularly stood out to you brody um uh yeah i guess so i mean like you i was a bit surprised with the um like commitment to vr mm. because i went to like one of their vr events last year uh-huh. started last year i think it was and um they had a lot of cool stuff to show then but like none of it had really reared its head since like you know a couple of the games dribbled out and they weren't really all that impressive but um yeah so to, to see them sort of like you say double down and like focus on some pretty like big experiences like no man's sky on vr will be really cool i think mm. um Iron Man looks interesting-ish. I don't think the trailer does it a whole lot of, like, service. Like, it's a pretty poo trailer, but I've heard otherwise that it's all right. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm, like, really excited for Blood and Truth. Um, the fact that that's coming out next month, in under a month, is really exciting. Because um, when I played that, it's obviously the... Uh, that had such a great trailer as well. Yeah, and, like, it's sort of the spiritual successor to the London Heist uh-huh. little, little mini vignette thing that was on the uh, VR Worlds mm. uh, bundle and it's so fun it's really good like mm. dual wielding two weapons and like just independently reloading them and like dropping your clip on the ground because you don't do it properly it's just it's really cool <laughs> it, it, it gets you involved um, I'll be staying away from Five Nights at Freddy like I said earlier 100% <laughs> two too scurry for me. Yeah, that's like a um, kids game. Like, I don't really? care. Like, okay. Still jump got scares, like manacle robots like jumping at jump you. Jump scares yeah. are cheap, James. They're cheap, and I will not be involved. I will not be had by them. Oh, um, okay. Of the other <laughs> VR games, I will say that I think everybody's golf in VR will be very good. Mm. I think uh, it's really cool that No Man's that. Sky is getting a VR update as well. Um, Concrete Genie looks really neat too. Um, it just, yeah, I was amazed like how many like of these like besides kind of Days Gone story trailer I guess and then Mortal Kombat 11 like it was predominantly yeah, it was VR stuff being shown. VR, yeah. Um, of course there was the new announcements for Crash Team Racing as well, getting like the sort of um, old school texture packs, uh, which I thought was like, well, not texture packs, I guess it's more like uh, sort of polygonal kind of skins. character model skins. Yeah, yeah. Um, looks really really cool. Um, James, do you think like we're going to be getting more of these state of plays style shows sometime soon? And is it this is going to be the norm from PlayStation going forward? I like I assume so. 
They definitely said, like, in the presentation that there was going to be more of these throughout the year. Do you think we'll have one thing, like, something like this coincide with E3? And They might do, like, a big one at E3, just like Nintendo does. Um, yeah. Sony's always been a bit of a Nintendo follower. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> at least during the PS3. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's better. It's, like, a little bit more snappier as well than, um, you know... Um, than that, than than say just like a big conference or something. So, yeah, yeah. I think people had some like lofty expectations going into this. Like I saw people talking, oh, maybe we'll finally get a, like a Last of Us release date. Um, I didn't expect any of that. This is oh kind yeah, of no, like very much anyone... what I expected. I think, like, yeah, um, if anyone expected that kind of stuff, like you're cooked. Yeah, um, and they they don't want to come like right out of <laughs> like... the gate. Like being the first one, they don't want to set the expectations that high that they can't kind of follow it up every so often. But, you know, like, Nintendo have kind of bigger directs than others, right? And I think they sort of balance the expectations now where people are excited for each one, but not, like, hugely (laughs) disappointed. Nintendo directs, like, everybody expects everything, like... (laughs) Every time, and it's it's never but they're everything. Not overly disappointed when no, okay, uh, yeah, I know. But then pe- there's always I, I don't know. There's always disappointment after them for s- most people in some way. Um, mm. But that's not Nintendo's fault. <laughs> like yeah, I um, suppose yeah. Like I I would just like to hear more about Ghost of Tsushima and like bloody yeah. Death Stranding. Yeah, those those three sort of like temple games are like we kind of need to know. Last of us, like whatever. What the order of them is? <laughs> Shut up, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brody, do you have some breaking news for us? What's going on? Oh, breaking news coming through. Um, no, Shannon has just uh dropped it on us in the chat in our Slack that uh VR of apparent oh not VR that's not the company. Oh, I've spoiled it before I said it. Um. Valve have just announced their VR headset that is uh, coming out this year, coming out next month, in fact. Oh, right. Wow, it's, okay. Yeah. So they're it's called, their own Steam, like Steam-produced, Steam-branded VR headset? Is that the go? I, I guess so. I'm just uh, having a quick read now. It's called the Valve Index. Uh, okay. They've launched a website for it with nothing but an image. Uh, there's a tagline that says, Upgrade Your Experience. Uh, and a date that says May 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of information. Apparently, Ars Technica has learnt some information about the product. The headset mm-hmm. will have two sensors, a wider 135-degree field of vision, uh, Oculus Rift and the Vive only have 110. Uh, so beyond that, we don't really right. know too much, but we know that v- Valve are bringing out their own uh, VR headset that, next month. I mean, the fact that it's better than the HTC Vive in that regard, or like has upgrades, if I'm sort of reading that correctly, that... That seems to suggest that it's going to be more expensive, like more, like more of a premium sort of model oh, than the would, Vive. You, you would have to imagine so. Is that <laughs> like is that something yeah. we really need? I'm like, no. I feel the like Vives are expensive as it is. I feel like yeah. Like I think what the Oculus set and like even the Vive is more expensive. They're like over a thousand dollars to like get a whole experience set up with the controls and everything. So yeah, I think the. Sony have done it best in terms of making it affordable mm. and like having it run on their existing sort of tech. Obviously, it's not probably going to be as good as what Valve might come out with, but it's obviously a lot more affordable. So, yeah, I don't know. Unless Valve announced that Half Life Three is coming out exclusively for this thing, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't see myself getting on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VR tech's interesting because like I've been using my PSVR a bit more recently. Um, and I love it. I think it's fantastic. But it's definitely cumbersome. Like, it's definitely got those kind of 
teething issues that you associate with kind of early yeah. tech or like first iterations of stuff. Um, Do you have a, see, a V1 or a V2? I've got a V1. Yeah, I got mine on yeah. launch. Um, I have heard the V2 is way better, but I, I, I haven't played one. V1's one's still, but, I mean, you've still got cables like dangling off the back of your head though, right? Like, no, you have that. You do, but you have thing. way less. It's w- just so much more like streamlined. Right. Okay. With the V1, it's like having a battery pack hanging off your neck. It's horrible. Yeah, it is a heavy yeah. cable as well. My thing um, is the box. It's so annoying. You have to unplug it if you don't... Like, if I want to play HDR for something else. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, true. Actually, when I upgraded to my Pro, I kept my old PlayStation plugged in on a different TV and just kind of have that, like, as my VR machine now. Um, just That's kind of, like, idea. leave everything set up there and separate it from my main console. I um, mean, if we've all got two PlayStations, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to go buy you another be in that one. position, yeah. It was just like I was, I had the option of selling it back and trading it in, or just like doing something with it. And I figured, ah, oh, why not just do something with it? Um, yeah, this is I, I, the thing about VR for me is that like with PSVR being as cumbersome as it is, something like what's Oculus? Is it Oculus? Um, what's their new one? Not Go. Oculus. Uh, there's Oculus Quest. Is that Quest, the one? that's the one. Thank you, Raj. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like all of the internals are kind of like built into the headset. Like you've got your headphones and stuff all in there. Like it's just kind of a very streamlined experience. And I love the idea of that. Like much more than wearing the PC on your back or anything like that. Um, if mm. it's just kind of very sort of intuitive, it's wireless, obviously. Um, that kind of thing sounds like the way to go. Um, but unfortunately, that kind of technology, and I assume, presume similar sort of technology going to Steam VR now, and uh, as well as like Vive and stuff, is, is kind of prohibitively expensive for a lot of people. Um, so yeah. I guess we're, we're probably still a fair few years before the cost of that comes down, it becomes a bit more accessible. But I think I mean, the sort of ideal it, VR experience is just a little beyond my, my yeah. price range at says, the moment. It says the quest here is 399 American, so I guess that's not... I guess that's Ludicrous. not a huge amount more. Yeah, it's still like... Yeah, it, like it's still like... It's like buying a new console, essentially. Yeah. And I guess that's Which, to be expected. Like, you are getting a totally different gaming experience. It's fair enough yeah. to expect the price of a console for that, but... I don't know if that includes the controllers, necessarily, but... Yeah. I'm excited yeah, to see know. what... Um, it, it's, I think it's cool to see so much competition. I'm glad that Steam are now getting involved with it, but I'm, I'm excited to see what what the next kind of wave like next console generation looks like and whether or not we get like a new playstation vr headset with that and um mm, it might like not be bundled in vision. so like <laughs> so like you I'm have vr for more but then like comfortable experience the smell of your games comes through as well that would be cool <laughs> but would james it? does does <laughs> does synthy have a smell synthy, yeah it would <laughs> it's a synthy smell you can't, what would you can't what would resident out. evil smell like james well don't you remember they did the candle for resident they did evil the candles. Seven? oh yeah. they did oh Apparently my god it smelled like wet wood and mold or something <laughs> <laughs> so delicious. delightful they did a fallout one for the vibe as well it smells like i guess radiation I was, um, <laughs> like it was and uh, not related to vr but destiny had candles as well so yeah <laughs> one for each planet. uh James, yeah. we've we've just gone over the half hour mark, so I'm going to give you the choice. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Apple Arcade? Do you want to talk about layoffs at EA? Do you want to talk about new Switch model rumors? Oh my god, they're all shit. Uh, they're talk about all, Sophie's choice. Yeah, they're Oof. all like not particularly exciting. Whoever wins, we lose. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, with with the EA layoffs, let's just say that it's like. Very, we can't. No, uh, EA. Like, we get it. Yeah, You're it's very unfortunate that we give. We like. Wish it, the obviously, best all yeah. Of course, it is. It's unfortunate for people who got laid off, but like, it's it's annoying for the rich people. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, whatever. Not Flash. Let's, we've talked about it now. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Move on. Do you want to talk about Apple Arcade then? That's a bit different. I, we've talked about... I feel like we've talked about Switch Rumors before. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Apple have announced a new subscription service that will grant you access to a library of cura- curated games to play. Um... It's kind of going to have like an ongoing subscription for. We know how, how subscription services work at this point. Uh, it's going <laughs> to give you access to like a bunch of games that you can play offline. Um, they're going to be supporting some studios and making some games um, specifically for the service. Uh, they've already got some pretty cool kind of publishers and developers on board. Um, Brody, what's your sort of like kind of gut reaction going into this? Is this something you'd be excited for? Um, it depends on. Have they announced a price model? They've not. Yet? So they've they stayed away from. Discussing pricing yeah. and also the it, kind of how the developers are going to get paid out, which is kind of problematic, and we'll get back to that in a sec. But yeah, firstly, um, what's your initial I, thoughts? I think it does depend on price point for me because I like probably like you guys already have a lot of subscription services on the go, mm-hmm. um, and I don't really need more direct debits coming out each month for things that I'm likely not going to use. And like, I'm not a huge mobile gamer as a rule. Yeah, like. Uh, like I value my battery too much yeah. to <laughs> yeah. waste it on things like that. But uh, having read that they've got like developers like Night School Studios who do like Oxen Free and After Party coming out this year, like have it, they're, they're doing a game exclusively for it. I think mm-hmm. um, that sort of gets me a little bit more on board. And like you know, if there's any way to support other developers like uh, Mountains who do like Florence and stuff, then I'll obviously look into how I can do that. But if if the option is playing it on a subscription or just buying it straight off the store to give them the the revenue, then I'm going to choose to buy it off the store. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not going to play that many games that I need a subscription, I don't think, on phone. Yeah. So. That's my sort of feeling as well. Like, when I played... So, we'll get you in in a sec, James, but I was talking about this with um, someone the other day where, in terms of, like, how kind of subscription services might sort of affect... Um, the kind of money that circulates through the games industry and the sort of ramifications of that. Um, my concern with this is that they may pay out similar to how something like Spotify works, where it's kind of like based on sort of playtime. There was that sort of that sort of banded back and forth that it, that the share of the the kind of money that's earned um, is mm. like a cut based on where players are put in game time. Um, and when you're putting in like when you're comparing something like Candy Crush to to um, Florence, for instance. Like, you're only going to play Florence for half an hour, whereas you might play Candy Crush for 300 hours or something, you know? Um, Yeah. And that you just can't compare. Like, those games kind of in value, I think, are the the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, So I think that really starts to break down, and I'm 100% with you, Brody, that it's like, I'd much rather just buy the one game I wanted to play and make sure that they're they're getting the kind of bulk of their, their earnings that way. Um, yeah, like of course, like being on, I guess Apple Arcade itself is probably going to be worthwhile to some developers. Because yeah, it's advertising in a sense, yeah, and like free free publicity that they would might not have got otherwise. But beyond that, like I just yeah, I can't see how it will be viable unless Apple, of course, make it viable. I mean, much in the same way that Game Pass works, right? Like if you're sort of on board with Game Pass, then it might mean that more play people play your game than they did previously, and that sort of exposure, yeah. I suppose, could benefit you, but the the metrics of success kind of like change a bit um mm, and uh, when it's not sure. sort of m- like money it could affect the sort of production of games going forward um what's your thoughts on, on all of this james um, it sounds like you're pretty 
unimpressed. I'm, no, it's fine. But like, I think it's I think it's more uninteresting. Yeah, than yeah, like yeah. it's 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 cool, but like I just don't care as much. Um, yeah, you're not much of a mobile gamer as well. Then never have been. Never yeah. got into it. Um, yeah, it's never. I mean, I want to try Blades. That came out <laughs> recently, like the Elder Scrolls one. Apparently, that's quite good. Uh-huh. Um, and I played Infinity Blade. Would you guys remember that on iPod? Yeah. I yeah, just had an iPod Touch. Yeah. <laughs> that I bought yeah. it just so I could play Infinity Blade. And Wow. <laughs> yeah. That I was good, I, though. Infinity Blade was it, good. It, yeah, it was solid. Don't know if it was worth buying an iPod for, but it was solid. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not much of a portable gamer. Most of the time, when I, when I am out of my house... I'm mm. usually doing something with somebody, so I don't really have time. Yeah. Um, maybe if I commuted more, I would be, but I'm not. Like, I don't play my Switch handheld either. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I. it's interesting that everybody wants a slice of the gaming pie now, is all I really yeah. have to add. Um, I just, and I, like I said, like what you guys said, even with Game Pass, like, I kind of think, where is all the money going? Like, who's making the most money from all these arrangements? Mm. Um, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. really know. What else I can add that's interesting? To be I mean, I, I know like the whole streaming thing has definitely affected the music industry in in a sense that there's just not as much money in it anymore. Like without having like physical record sales, like just taking even a lot of, of artists the feel of the subscription. It's just like it's yeah. probably like an old person thing to say, but like you do hear a lot of artists saying they feel like their work is like less important now. It's just ones and zeros that get consumed quickly and then moved on to the next. You know what I mean? Like it's less. Yeah. Um, which is like I guess the same with TV now. Yeah, but I mean, um, like, art- artists have adapted and that I think they're... I mean, I think it's fair to say that people kind of tour harder than they potentially used to. Um, and even some artists, like, I guess, put out an album every year now. Like, just sort yeah. of got shit that's, like, circulating. Um, yeah, yeah. There's de- And there's definitely that move away from, like, waiting to release a full album and just kind of constantly putting music out that sort of drip-feed it like that. Um, and and the move away to sort of like develop brands around artists so that they can sell merch and stuff. Um, just, like, maybe I, we're going to go through like, a similar transitional thing in the video game space where you know, merch merchandise becomes like the main source of revenue or that, something. I don't know. You know, sorry, games like kind of. I don't feel like games can adapt to that kind of model. As yeah, well. like I you can't really turn a game in really quickly without it being junk or being like a seven studio team like Ubisoft or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like you guys are saying, like if they start paying up based on hours played, like everyone who makes like an Assassin's Creed is going to get a lot more money than say like I mean obviously Assassin's Creed might not come to this platform yeah. or whatever, but you know yeah. what I mean. Like those people will always come out on top over the three hour play once kind of Florence experiences, yeah. which I don't think is particularly fair. Yeah, I hope um, that like Google with their with Stadia, they they very much stick to okay, you pay your subscription free or whatever to like have access to our servers much in the way you do PlayStation Plus or whatever. Um, that makes sure the servers stay functioning and then you pay like a, a price for each game rather than like, here's library games, play what you want and we'll split the revenue out accordingly. Um, I'd, I'd much rather kind of pay for each game that I want to play so that I think that's just much more sustainable for the industry. But it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm you'd sure get, we're going to have conversations like this as it all eventually get in like a situation where the people who are just really rich or like people who make big games will just keep getting more money than the people who don't. Like, yeah, because they can make the bigger games. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm. yeah. 
we'll need to stay ever vigilant. Uh, all right, now is the time of the show where we play What the Wiki, which is a sarcastic game show where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. Thanks to the official What the Wiki keeper of the squad, Jamie Penning, over on Twitter, we have a recap from last week in which it was James's turn to step up as the host. Uh, the duel was between Brody and myself. Um, I was, I'll just read Jamie verbatim here. You went as quick out of the blocks getting a head start, but Brody grabbed the game by the scruff of its neck and turned it on its head, coming back at you and harder <laughs> to score his third point of the season. Uh, wow. So that makes the current standings three points for James and Brody, two points for Steven and me still trailing behind on one point. Uh, so Brody, yeah, you, you uh, won it last week, so you're taking the reins today. All right, here we go. Uh, as is usually the case, the uh, first game this week comes courtesy of Jamie. We always appreciate that. And uh, th- this has got uh, James written all over it, I think. But uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll just see how we go. All right. So are you guys ready? Yeah. Sure. Always. Right. Here and we forever. <clears throat> Here we go. The game combines elements of traditional role-playing games and simulation games. The game follows the protagonist character, balancing their daily life of going to school and building relationships with other people... Uh, with fighting evil beings known as shadows during the mysterious dark hour. Each day is divided up between various time zones, the most common of which are after school slash daytime and evening. With the exception of scripted events, such as plot progression or special events, the player is free to choose how each day is spent, with most activities causing time to pass on. The types of activities and characters that can be interacted with vary depending on the day of the week and time of day. Oh no! This is two paragraphs. I've only got one left. <laughs> I, I know. The, I, I know the I know series. What it is. I, I just don't know which one. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Right. All right, all right. This might give it up. All right. The game was originally published in 2006 on the PlayStation 2 by Atlas and is chronologically the fourth. James. Oh, series. damn it! <laughs> James. Is, oh, is it? Oh shit! Um, is it Persona Four? It isn't Persona Four. Oh. Ewan. Oh, uh, is it? Oh. It has chronologically the fourth, you said. Chronologically. Oh, wait, but... Um, what are they called? Is it Persona... Don't, don't, don't overthink it, Ewan. Is it Persona... It's not... It's not... Ah! <laughs> uh, what's that? Is it not Persona, like, Persona Q or something like that? Or Persona oh. Dancing? Or what's the... Oh, Ewan, what are you doing? <laughs> I You're got capitulating. No oh, just all right. Take a punt. Just take a punt on. He just okay. did. Next that was paragraph. That was my punts. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Bam, James. Oh, what's not? That's all I got. Oh, this is shit. Because I'm just guessing. Persona three. It is Persona three. Wow, how is that the God fourth? Damn, one? How is that the fourth one? <laughs> it's oh, it's chronologically was, the fourth one. There was a. There was a. There was probably a prequel in there somewhere. There was a redo a, of three, wasn't there? I honestly can't tell you why it's the chronological Steven fourth. Ones. He's not here to explain uh, Persona it Persona Q, Shadow of the Labyrinth. When would that one come out? That was a much more recent one. I it? think that was very recently. I think that's a 3DS game, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Persona. All right. Anyway. Anyway, the link there <laughs> is the fact that uh, Persona 5 The Royal was announced this week, and it will have a female protagonist. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Jamie. Cool. Um, <laughs> I, I played Persona 4 Golden in my Vita and loved it. Oh man, I thought you were going to steal that. You uh, I thought you were. I kn- I was uh. thinking, do I go Persona Three and like the chance? But then I was like, I feel like there was an in between. Oh, there's two like, Persona Twos. What it's like funny. There's two was. Persona Twos. Apparently, there's there two Persona Twos. I don't really know. Yeah, right. 
Okay. All right. All right. Moving on to the next well, game. James is on one well point. Done, if he gets this, he wins. Whew. Oh, he's sweating. I can hear it from here. All right. The, the, the player is able to move the game's two playable characters around the world's environment, interacting with different objects. The game also features several simple puzzles which involve players interacting with different items of interest. Like the mainline series it is based on, the game features a loot system in which players can collect cash scattered throughout the game's locations, which can be used to purchase items during certain points of the game. The game was developed by Telltale Games under license from Gearbox Games. Oh, I think you got in. Uh, Is it Borderlands? uh, Tales of the Borderlands, sorry. It's Tales from the Borderlands, but I will pay it. Oh, no. (laughs) For the sake of a tiebreaker, I will pay it. Get the title completely. I've called it Tales of the Borderlands before. Alright. And that's obviously thanks to the announcement of Borderlands 3, which, if the trailer is anything to go by, will feature games returning from the Episonic mini series. Alright, so this is exciting. We're tied up a one all. I'm just glad to have made it this far. I made. Four this week because I thought Stephen was coming, so I'm going to choose okay, here. Right. We don't really need to know. All right, <laughs> all right. Hey, I'm doing it for those oh. listening at home. Oh. Yeah, I'm all sure right. they care too. All right, <laughs> all right. I'm going to pick the one that you and Mike. Oh. Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right, you and uh, are you ready? <laughs> I'll try. All right. <laughs> I love that I'm so bad at the game that I came up with. It's just like it's just so. T- it's it's, it's just classic right. Ewan, really. All right, here we go. The game is an action-adventure video game based on the film of the same name, as well as classic iterations of the character. It was released on May 2nd, 2008, and published by Sega for PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, PlayStation 2, PlayStation Portable, Nintendo DS, Wii, Microsoft Windows, and mobile platforms, all by varying developmental teams. The enemies are Advanced Idea Mechanics, the Magia, and the Ten Rings Terrorist Group. The supervillains in the game include Black uh, Blacklash, Controller, Titanium Man, Melter, and the Iron Monger, or Monga. I don't know. What? A significant feature uh, is the fact that Robert Downey Jr., Terrence Howard, and Sean Tuob reprise oh. their roles oh, from the film. Oh. <laughs> James is it Iron Man. It is Iron Man. <laughs> is it just just Iron Man? Was it? It's Iron Man one. Oh, yeah, oh, there you go. And that's obviously due to the Iron Man Movies. VR. I was going to guess yeah. Sony's. I was going to guess Sonic because of the, <laughs> the Ten Rings oh. terrorist group and Sega. Wow, we the Sega thing really did throw me off. Actually, yeah. Um, when you um, said movie tie-in right at the start, I wanted to just guess Aragon for some reason. Oh yeah, the movie tie-in. So it could have yeah. been Sonic. I don't know why. I was just focused on Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, there you have well it. Done. James wins. Well done. Quick on the buzzer again there, James. Sorry. No, that's fine, man. It's all good. <laughs> I'm just glad to scrape one round out of it. <laughs> uh, well done, James. That takes you up into the lead at four points now, and you'll be back hosting uh, next week to give Brody the chance at tying up to you. I guess <laughs> I guess it's sort of in your favor, James, to really pander to me so that Brody doesn't get the points and you maintain your lead. I didn't, That's controversial. That is, That's, I didn't really think about this sort there's of... such a conflict of interest. Within yeah. the rules. <laughs> right. Uh, with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 170 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on podcasts, on the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au. Join the conversation with hashtag the Startcast and visit the site at press.com.au. We've been joined today by James. 
Yes, I'm here. Um, <laughs> Where oh, can we find yeah, you? You can find me on Twitter as well. Sorry, I just realised what we're doing. Um, <laughs> I'm on at Jam, so it's AT. It's the podcast, James. J-A-M-Z. <laughs> uh, we've also been joined today by Brody. Yep, thank you. You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. <laughs> and I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at unders- Ewan underscore Roxborough. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, to- in. And until next time, happy gaming. Tales of the Roxborough. Tales, thank you, bye. Tales of the Roxborough. Bye, James. Bye. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>